It is episode 500. We are like eight times past the sequicentennial, Raph. It just took me till now to get to be able to say sequicentennial, which is only 150. <laughs> doesn't even count anymore. 500. The only thing we could do is find you. One of the world's most dangerous people to help us break down multiple topics. But I didn't get slapped for telling any jokes this week, which means it is time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting easier from outside the cage, not always easier at the Oscars. (laughs) I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you? This is a real moment for you. Safe. MMA and the Oscars? You never thought it. You didn't think it. This is always weird to me because the last time this really happened, it was Meryl Streep. And I remember slap Chris Rock too. God, I wish. No, it was our MMA world that got all their panties in a bunch when an old white lady said, martial arts are not the arts. And I thought to myself, (laughs) these guys don't watch these shows. They don't really care. And this is the one year I was helping one of my friends get ready for ADCC trials. So we had really long rounds and I was late to the Oscars and I got a note from one of my friends and they said, Hey, uh, tell me when you're you're live. Hey, did you see what happened on the Oscars? I go, I'm time shifted. What's up? Normally, I have a big party at my house. This year, we kept it subtle. And I was like, what did I miss? They go, oh, just, you'll know. Just uh, message me when you see it. And I see it. And then I look. And I go, wait. I'm a pro wrestling fan. This is a bit. This is staged, right? And then I hear the sensor keep the button too long on. <laughs> And just like that, Kevin, the power of live TV happens, and you think to yourself, uh-oh, this isn't going to be good. Even if this was a bit, it went real wrong, and we come to find out apparently it's not a bit. So, yeah, Kevin, what was your thought process on it? I want to get deep into it, but first we got to chat about the guest you've, we do. you've we do. summonsed <laughs> from J.K. Rowling for us, Raph. No. This is crazy. No, no, no. He's, I mean, he's basically coming out of the sea, just fighting people, in my opinion. So, <laughs> do you want to do the intro? Do I? I'm staring at a lot of pages of his accolades, but yeah, no, the accolades are are pretty self-explanatory. Here's the reason why I thought he would make a good 500th episode guest. Number one, he's been on the Grappling Hour a few times. People love him. I get it. He's great. Number two, he's one of the smarter people in all of jujitsu. We are on short demand for that, and dumb people sometimes hate us. Number three, I think to myself in these times, who's somebody who's got a good approach and sanity towards the way they perceive things, especially as we go into ADCC? And I felt like this guy checked all the boxes. So I said, Lachlan Giles, will you please come on our 500th episode and lo and behold, here he is. Lachlan, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you guys? We're okay. Still We're going to get to some... Lachlan came on camera. For those of you that know, we already <laughs> are aware, but he's trying to seduce us before the show. I don't he even know where I am right now. turned on his camera and tried to turn us on, and we were like, no thank you, sir, because he had that... What do you call it? Burt Reynolds just lying back kind of posed to him and we were like sir this is a respectable podcast thank you so anyway lachlan here's what i'm going to ask you did the whole slap thing make its way over to wherever you are yeah i i I saw the clip um so yeah it's made it to australia the slap was heard around the world um no i I mean i i saw what did i see a clip of him walking on stage. I didn't really, I don't even know if I've seen a clip of the actual joke that was said. Ooh, I have that for you. Don't worry. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, I only saw the clip of him slapping and then saying, keep your wife's name out of my mouth. I think. Yeah. That's the cleaned up version. That's the good. Oh, really? Okay. You're a competitive fighter. Has anyone ever slapped (laughs) you like that? No, thankfully not. That's shocking to me. Right. And (laughs) and I've had beef with Gordon Ryan and I still avoided that. So, (laughs) Though, now that you look at it, this might be the way to play it. So, yeah. <laughs> just saying, you get that uh, that statistical competitive they, edge They raise his hand at ADCC. You just go marching up, slap. Here's the problem. That's not going to happen in a martial arts competition. 
No, you're going to raise hands at Lachlan Giles. You're going to get double legged and heel hooked. I assume. Yeah, maybe Gordon Ryan. Who knows? (laughs) But I'm small, so he'll look bad if he yeah if he reacted to a slap. So there you go. Well, I like the fact that Gordon tried to lay claim with his slap, which in actuality was a bad recreation of a slap that I did for a bit for WWE BJJ Week, which by the way, everybody go look at it. It is officially WWE BJJ Week. You can find it on all of our social media. But Lachlan, here's the question I ask for you, which is somebody slaps you like that. What's the first thing that you do as somebody who is quite good at the martial arts? Well, I'm actually terrible at striking, so Oh come uh, on. But but um yeah I think I think I mean a slap for a slap, right? Is probably a, a a fair fair game for that. Okay, okay. I'm glad that you say that because there were a lot of people who complimented Chris Rock on his composure. Kevin, I'm going to go over to you. What did you think you would have done in that situation? Cried aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> probably talked about my mom muttering. I don't know if Will Smith, <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, marched up, smacked me unabashedly. I'm crying. I think. I honestly do. I hope my jujitsu instincts will kick in, but like Lachlan, not the strongest striker on this side of the purple belt Island. So I'm crying and I'm impressed. Yeah. He didn't rap. Yeah. I didn't think he thought it was a hit until about maybe a half a second before you see the chin duck, which is actually pretty good instincts. Makes me think Chris yeah. Rock's done a few boxing classes actually, but to be able to just take the guy that played Muhammad Ali's slap. And we're talking, what is Chris Rock? 5'8", 145 pounds? Soaking wet? (laughs) Will Smith is 6'3", 200? You know, maybe 185 in his prime. Is he? Yeah, okay. He's He's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He played Muhammad Ali. You know, and while he's well, not a great actor. you couldn't tell from the way he was striking. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> he did connect. It I would have was... been embarrassing if he missed. Can you imagine that? Like, oh, man. A this is bad. But if he had just swung and missed, he'd be getting, like, sympathy texts from Lachlan. That's not good. Yeah, of course. Here's my little quick perspective, and then we'll get to I, I the would full ask you, What Lachlan would you have done if someone had full-on smacked you while you're hosting a show? The closest I ever got to being in a fight at a comedy show, Raph, which, as you know, at stand-up yes. shows, not that unbelievable. I had a New York comedian screaming at me outside. I took one mm. step forward, got in his face, and he ran away. That was the That's most good. aggressive comedy interaction I ever had. I, th- I think it's a bit different when you're the like you know up in front of in on stage in front of everyone. Then there's you know if Chris Rock had have responded in kind then it probably would have had a negative effect on his career as well. Potentially. But then you yeah, also possibly. get plagued with the, the fact that you turn the Oscars into the source awards and <laughs> you're really not <laughs> trying to have that on your yeah. resume. Here's what I can tell you. Lachlan, maybe you don't understand this, but as a comic, Kevin and I both have done a, a bit of stand-up comedy. We've also performed a lot in front of people. There is a big fear that people will come up and do this sort of a thing. So when people say... Oh, it's just jokes. Uh, Not everybody interprets it that way. And there's never a moment where people really give you a thumbs up to let you know this joke's fine. It's acceptable. And it's something that I thought got lost in the shuffle that I've told people when I started doing digital interviews because there is a little bit of tenseness when I do the jokes of people to people. But I've always made that a priority to say, I won't do a joke about you on air that I wouldn't do in front of your face. So it's part of the reason why I've asked Gordon, how many steroids is he on? It's part of the reason why I've literally told Gary, he has garbage stand up, like all of these things. And there's always a hint of, I don't know. And the bigger fear here is, Oh, they know more than I do. This is not a, Hey, this is a good self-defense to keep you safe. It's like, no, these are also the people teaching it and kind of the best at it. So yeah, if I, at least I'm going to get hurt, it better be on camera. And I'll tell you, Kev, I didn't know as I was looking at it what I would do. I didn't know if my comedian instinct would kick in or my jujitsu instinct would kick in. Thank you. Can so, I share? Lachlan, Raph, I'm a little scared. Mm, my next okay. gig is May 1st. I'm, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing a 45-minute story show at the Psychology of Group Sex, Cuckolds, Hot Wives, Gangbangs, and Orgies. I'm worried. 
someone might smack me. There could be a lot of things misconstrued. Luckily, it's uh, it's virtual, so I'll probably be all right. I think you're going to be okay. If they somehow figure out how to slap you from that scenario, I think I would actually be kind of impressed. Those hot wives, ref. You don't know, right? <laughs> hot wives Sometimes he takes a swing. It's misconstrued as, um, you know, a nice gesture in this world. Stuff. Stuff. But I'll try to so keep Lachlan, my hands to myself at that event. The last question I have on this for you is what would be the jiu-jitsu equivalent? We've already seen the Gordon and Galvo. That's fine. But what would mm-hmm. be the equivalent of this? Would this be like somebody going up to Mo and slapping him as he's giving out a trophy at ADCC? Like, yeah, what is our version? What What is our version of this? Yeah, um, maybe it's, it wouldn't be like in a match, would it? We, we couldn't be. I think I've got match, it. Yeah. Let me yeah, ask you this: What if John Danaher is doing a seminar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Lachlan, because it has to be someone we know, right? Will Smith is not some rando. Yeah, one of the right. Greatest yeah. people on the planet. So John Danaher is doing a seminar, and Gary Tonin or Lachlan Giles, take your pick, walks up and just says, "Keep my fucking heel hook strategy out of your mouth." Smacks mm-hmm. him, right? I think that's our equivalent, mm-hmm. and we just have some guy named Greg's shitty iPhone video of the event. That's probably well, our version, right? We did we did kind of have Gordon slapping Andre, didn't we? So it's not exactly yeah. the same, but they're two big big names. Andre also, apologized. Andre yeah. was like, I bullied him, and it's like, I don't know where I am anymore. I just not don't. just I bullied him, but also feel free to come to my website for a fraction of the cost. <laughs> it's on sale, but right now. <laughs> I think yeah. the jokes that we did on that made it so that we might get slapped by Andre. But I guess what I would tell you guys is this. I'll cry on that one too, Ref. Absolutely. I would say this. I think that it is weird that they let Will Smith stay in the fucking Oscars and then gave him the Oscar 20 minutes later because he was the favorite to win for a body of work. And... Then everybody just didn't know what to do with it. So my whole thought process on this was, that's why I was asking the question, what's our equivalent? Most of our guys train. Some of them who are that high level are actually fighters as well. So I couldn't put a finger on it. That's why I thought of ADCC. It's almost like we don't have an award show. We don't have something with this heft. So it got me thinking, but it immediately put me on notice because I go, I don't know, man. These guys better not do that to me. That would be the worst, because if they did, you see the takes in the martial arts world, and you see making fun of you if you just stood there with your face up while you got smacked for a mediocre joke. The joke, by the way, Lachlan. Yes, thank you. um, Jada Pinkett Smith, whom I love, uh, Chris Rock was like, um, "G.I. Jane two, can't wait to see it." Now I want to stop and pause and say I obviously had a gut reaction because I was like. My fucking God, I would love that movie. Jada Pinkett Smith is back. She's trying to be a Navy SEAL. It's a different world. It's 2022. I'm listening. I'm watching. I want that movie. I didn't feel the negative spirit, but that was the joke, right? That basically mm. she 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 did have a shaved head. And actually beforehand, my wife and I were like, wow, she looks awesome. That's a cool look because we're just big Jada Pinkett Smith fans. We didn't know about the alopecia. So that was the joke. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. G.I. Jane, a famous movie where Demi Moore, one of the most um, stunning people on the planet, second to yourself, Lachlan. But Demi Moore, if you've never seen Striptease, it'll change your life. Most of the people that listen to this podcast have seen it. So that, to me, was the, um, the, like, gist of, well, that wasn't a very, it wasn't a great joke. It wasn't a timely joke. It certainly wasn't a current or particularly mean joke. Hmm. But that's the part where I get to... What would you do if you have martial arts training and someone comes to slap you? Because I think that's where we add value here, Raph. Mm-hmm. Lachlan, statistically, or just strategically, you're the only black belt on the podcast right now. How would you coach someone to deal with that mm-hmm. type of situation? So someone's coming up. They're going to smack you. What do you tell a student? Right. Uh, okay. Ooh. So, you, I, I mean, maybe you're, you're in front of the Oscars as well, right? So you don't want to... Love that. You can't be... Yeah. You can't be violent, so maybe maybe you, well, at least like you can avoid striking. So you could take him down, um, hold him in mount, and 
So yeah, double leg mount, and then maybe mm, what's what's something that's kind of painful but doesn't look bad. See, you're already hitting on what I love, mm-hmm. which is, can you imagine if Chris Rock had duck under the smack <laughs> and double leg taken down Will Smith to the mount? This is why people should train jiu-jitsu. If you're yep. listening to this podcast, you already do. Share it with a friend. Train jiu-jitsu. And suddenly Chris Rock's just on top of uh, Will Smith laughing maniacally <laughs> while he's trying to swing away like he's a new white belt. That's the dream. I would say when you present the scenario, Kevin, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, yeah, it seems like a good idea. And it seems like Lachlan's being a little guarded with this information, <laughs> almost like he's going to release another instructional. Hmm, that's what he's doing. He's like, oh, I, I wouldn't know. Well, but like Andre Galvo, <laughs> you can yeah, yeah. get a discount on my new BJJ Fanatics breakdown of this slap. Submeta.io. Learn how to avoid a slap <laughs> on the Oscars. Get that double leg and win your position. <laughs> Let's start. I like to, it. I like it. To move here. I did want to kind of uh, say... I think it's great that you're here, Lachlan. Obviously, you've always been a, a great friend of the Grappling Hour show, but now you're a great friend of Verbal Tap. What's new with you? You're a new dad. That's got to be great. What is that treating you like these days, sir? Yeah, so I've got little Walt. He's um, eight months old now. He just started crawling. Um, it's good. It's just busier. Um, just like every part of of the day, there's kind of – it's either live or myself looking after him and I, I, I do more coaching and so on. So it ends up being live looks after him more, but um, yeah. Uh, and it means waking up earlier and yeah, but it's, but he's, but on top of that, he's amazing. So that's, that's heaps of fun. You have an eight month old at home. Yes. Named Walt. It's the cutest yeah, name I've ever heard. <laughs> Boy, yeah. so okay. I have a six. I have an almost seven month old in here about four days. So we're on the same same sleep schedule, basically. Nice, non-existent. <laughs> we're on Raf's sleep schedule. <laughs> Raf and I finally synced up after all these years. He just plugs in and recharges. You and I have to like shut our eyes and, and focus. This is amazing. Have you taught him any jujitsu yet? Um. He's on the, he's like watching every day at the moment. So that's what I'm hoping that he just kind of is absorbing the information. And then one day he just, he just knows it all. By the time he's like five, I'm hoping he just like does his first class and he just, you know, Barambola to the back. That's what I'm hoping. Raph, that was a yes. He's been working on stuff in the background. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's watch bullshit. I don't, I don't buy it for a second. He's been showing him. Uh, I was trying to like, adjust my son's hips into the arm bar position he had his mom's arm it was like yeah just like move it a little bit lower I'm trying to get him there too i'm right with you i'm looking for tips because i'm a month behind so right yeah yeah I'll, I'll, i can always give you what's going to happen next month <laughs> <laughs> new dad that part's fun uh, especially as a balance is it a is it a new challenge as you get back to gym life because i can't imagine the exhaustion while trying to um, run a gym yeah i mean it's busier it's busier but it's okay it's it's uh i can handle it so far <laughs> um but it was like he was born during covid you know when we had a lockdown so it was kind of a big shock that that was basically like we had it was like he had both both parents around for like the first two three months when we had almost nothing to do um, but yeah, now that the gym's open and up and running, it's, um, it's a lot busier, but it's okay. It's good. Raph, can I ask him my like deep father interview question? I'm prepared. You ready for this? Mm, I mean, I'll let you decide before I go. He's, he's going to say he's from Australia. He doesn't care. Yeah. Okay, fine. Go ahead, Kevin. I'll allow it for the 500. <laughs> what do you know now that you didn't prior? Oh, prior to having a baby. Yes, um, sir. I know how to change a nappy, <laughs> although I still do it a different way. <laughs> I do it a different way to my, my wife lives. She gets mad at me because I don't do it the way that the video that you watch online teaches you, which is <laughs> people are going to listen to this and think I'm crazy if they're fathers. If not, they won't know. Um, <laughs> I put it on the front 
first and then wind it to the back. All right. Instead of the back like, to the I front. Think most, yeah, I think it's taught that you put the back first and then you pull it to the front. But my when I was doing that, I always find it was misaligned. You know, like you'd pull it to the front and then the back would like slide and it's you'd the have most to like readjust. Australian it. conversation I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I honestly can't with this right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin. the diaper change for those that don't know the word he used. There is an instructional coming out on uh, that. No. <laughs> Submeta.io. You will hey. find the diaper changing secret. Listen, I just I think it's fair to tell Lachlan I do the same with his technique videos. I see him suggest how to do it one way, and then when I show it to some of my students, I go, "He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's drunk." <laughs> Actually pummel the leg and just don't care what happens next. <laughs> Very good. Yep. How were you at swaddling? I feel like the ghee world really prepared me for that. I think I was okay at swaddling, but I've already forgotten that by now because we just now use the oh, it's sleeping nice. bag one that you zip yeah. up. Yeah. The sleep um, sack. That's what you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've already forgotten how to swaddle, so yep. that's a problem. All if we right. have another one, it's a problem. Raph, I'm done. Those are all my specific parenting questions. So I have a few. I was trying to steal black belt techniques on jujitsu. You know, that's selfish. We'll get to that. So Lachlan, ADCC is coming up. Previously at ADCC, you did pretty well, but you didn't have a child. Now you have a child. Does that mean that this kid is on a baby Bjorn as you're doing rounds? Um, Is this kid... Uh, you know, running with you to help get you ready? Um, are you curling him as to build up the steroid you don't take and that everybody else is taking in ADCC? How is this affecting or not affecting the way that you're getting ready? Um, it's pretty, like, I, I do my training at 10 a.m., but the hard thing is that um, Liv trains at 10 a.m. as well. So on on our best day, we have... Walt at the gym and he um, goes to sleep at just around 10 a.m. And then he sleeps till training's finished and he wakes up. That's ideal. Um, but occasionally, like today, so this morning's training, I had to take about 20 minutes, 30 minutes of uh, looking after Walt time just to calm him down and feed him, change his nappy and then get him to, to sleep. So I had to miss a bit of training, but I can make up for it at night, you know. So, do you say things like, "Hey, Walt, no pressure. We could watch your cartoons or your children's programming, but we should be watching Daddy's tape study so that Daddy can take home gold this year." Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I think he has no idea what's going on. So, <laughs> see, Any, anything with what, any. Here, Anything my, with bright lights, you know. My wife keeps <laughs> having to convince me of that because the other day I was trying to like have an important phone call and my son just kept screaming aggressively and it was like <laughs> I would stop talking, so would he. I would start talking, so would he. I was like, I think he's doing it on purpose. She's like, No, you're crazy. This is not intentional. I was like, All right. And I feel the same way about Walt. I think Walt and Sebastian are a little more advanced than we're giving him credit he, for. He might be, yeah, he could be. On fucking purpose, Lachlan. They're trying <laughs> to do it. They're trying to do it. So, oh, well. have you thought about this, Kevin, now that you've heard this? Do you feel like your child and his child now, how it, like they have to inevitably fight each other? Not fight, fight, but jiu-jitsu fight, you know? I couldn't agree more. No, I think it's uh, this is a good bond. I'll send my son over there for a few months down to Australia, come back, not understand how to change diapers, how to put shirts on. <laughs> He's got shirts on his pants, jeans on his – we'll be fine. <laughs> but I think this is a great start, yeah, because uh, then Lachlan can send Walt stateside. He can have a few months of uh, joy, and then we just keep that rotation going. I like where your head's at. What are you going to teach Walt in this exchange if he's getting – your son – is getting oh, jujitsu. That's uh, interpersonal communication. Uh, so there go. I might. Well, yeah, he won't get that from me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good. This is a good fit so far. We'll have to convince our our wives, obviously, but they. Yeah. I think they'll be on board. <laughs> As we adjust 
to ADCC talk. What does the schedule look like for you when we stateside are about to have trials? Are you going to be up watching? What is going through your mind as this happens? During trials? Um, I'll definitely watch it, but I, um, I'm actually doing a seminar that weekend. So probably watch mm. it on, on replay. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. not live watching. You'll definitely be catching highlights. So what do you expect? Like, what are things that are coming your way that you think in your head uh, will happen this upcoming weekend? Because it apparently is the most people who have ever tried out for ADCC, allegedly. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, it's poss- it's always possible you get a surprise win, but most likely the people who win are the people you already know about. Um yeah, so it's you know just like with the North American ones, you know, who was it, Cade Rotolo and actually, I mean, you get some surprises, Cole, Cole Abate, but he, he was already looking good before that. Um, I don't know if everyone thought he would win the trials, but everyone knew he was doing really well. Um, who else, Gian, Giancarlo? I suppose yeah. I didn't know too much about him before that, but yeah, um, I think for the most part, I mean, like. Sometimes you get divisions that get flooded with, you know, you get 200 people, but there's probably there's probably 10 out of those 200 that, you know, 90, 98% of the time, those one of those 10 will win it. And maybe there's like a, the occasional freak example where someone really unexpected will, will come through. Are there people that you have your eye on that maybe aren't getting the most attention? Like who is impressing you? that flow grappling hasn't put on their radar yet, but then will claim has been on the radar for years. Who? Mm. At the, at the ADCC trials in particular, I don't well, it could be anything. I, Cause I, I think my assumption right now is anybody who's at anybody is going to be at these trials. So you can almost take a shot in the dark and, and that like, might be somebody that, 12 people that'll never be anybody are also still good at heel hooks now. It's insane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know that like there was someone who now who I, who, cause I'd rolled with him like maybe four years, four years ago was, um, Diego Pato. Um, uh, but he's kind of had a bit of a, the limelight more recently anyway. So he was someone I was like, Oh, this guy's really good. And then, uh, it seems to have come on the scene. I think he won Worlds this year, um, I believe, um, in the gi, and he's also been doing really well no gi. Um, but so I think like people have become aware of him the last year or so. But he, he's been—I I, kind of knew he was one for a while to watch out for. Um, not sure yet. I, I don't have anyone that comes to mind. Sorry. It's okay. That's a good start. We at least got to that. So when you competed at ADCC, there was like 3,000 people in change. They claim 4,000. I've never seen a receipt, but that's fine. Upwards of, let's say, 3,500, which is really good for jiu-jitsu. I would love to know, does that thought of having 11,000 people now, how do you prepare for that? And is that something you even notice? Because... Having 3,500 people watch you jiu-jitsu, eh, that's a pretty good number. And I don't know that it necessarily changes after that because it's so uh, ridiculously higher than most of us are used to. I still get weirded out when more than five people are watching me where I go, what? Don't you guys have something better to do? Yeah. So I just wonder for you because although your jiu-jitsu is quite amazing – you're not known for like, oh, Lachlan really played up to the crowd and did some random ass shit. He smacked oh, Gordon Ryan. Shit. He did it. <laughs> he walked up. He said, keep my gym's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep saying it until it makes its way into existence. But yeah, yeah, like what does that do to somebody like you or that you maybe see on the ground that maybe we don't? Um. Yes, I mean, I to be honest, the last one there was definitely like it was obviously the biggest crowd I'd competed in front of. I didn't, I didn't notice it too much until I did something good, and then said I got a win and um, had a whole bunch of people cheering, and it was pretty loud. But 
I think um, at least for for 2019, I, there wasn't as much expectation of me. I, I feel like you know, for this one, there might be a bit more, you know, uh, a few more eyes on my matches, which would be interesting. Um, but whether that affects um, how I perform, I'm not sure. But look, I don't know. I, I suppose in some way, sometimes having a crowd there, like if I compare doing a even just like you know, super fight shows and, and so on, just like having all eyes on you. Um, sometimes it makes you want to put on a show a bit more, you know, that like you kind of mm. think, okay, people are there, you know, there's all these people watching, like let's make it a, a more exciting or fun match. Um, as opposed to if no one's watching, there's probably a lot more focus on just like, you know, if, even if you have to do something boring, just try and win or whatever you've been working on, you know, um, I suppose it could go in the opposite way as well, but I kind of um, hear that. But when yeah. you say be more exciting, my jujitsu is not. So I'd love to hear what that <laughs> entails. So do you mean like purposely letting them move a certain way so that you can hit something else? Does it mean like, fuck it, go for a leg lock? Uh, does it mean oh, these motherfuckers want me to wrestle? God damn it. Fine. Um, no, nah, it probably just means having a little more risk in your game because you can, you know, mm. you can play a very risk averse style, um, which is probably less exciting, but harder for someone to kind of get an advantage or find an avenue to, you know, attack against you. Um, and the more you open up, the more risk you're taking, but the more chance that, you know, you know, the more scrambles happen and so on. And obviously if you get, you know, when you get two people doing that, it ends up being a really exciting fight. It's true, and we are trying to get people to be more exciting. Having said that, what a great transition, Lachlan, because I wanted to take this opportunity to say you might get a walkout if you make your way to these uh, these out rounds, as we used to call them in speech and debate. And it made me think, this is our chance, me and Kevin. We're big picture people here. Would you be okay with us pitching you some ideas on what to do if you say get a walkout and maybe how to play up to that crowd. Oh, you, when you say walkout, like, um, like the WWE style, you know, well, like that's what walk, we've been, yeah. we've been promised a big production yeah. for this. And, you know, famously you, you won third and I believe you kind of got a walkout last time, uh, for that match for that third place match. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You okay, get well, in extreme. Look, yeah. hey, you founded European jiu-jitsu. It's not your fault. You just did it. You're the Christopher Columbus of foreign jiu-jitsu. So you do happen That's... to accidentally get credit. You're going to get a walkout. Okay, cool. So allow me and Kevin to pitch a few ideas. Kevin, this is our client. Yeah. No, I'm ready. He's not paying us. So... <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> it's a it's an okay client but yeah okay I follow. I mean, he's okay i mean listen he's Look, coming on the show that's the payment i'm test. on his bjj heroes page right now raf i was ready to start a game called let's clarify this we're is, gonna do that this one. is even more helpful because this denotes mm -hmm. sir mm -hmm. that your favorite position technique has inside heel hook is that correct well yeah that would um be yeah, let's say yes. Yep. Then I'm ready to start, Raph. I'm ready to pitch first entry. Please they, do. They now, you, how do we? How do we? No, no, no. But how do we make him more exciting? Like, how do we play to that no, crowd? I'm, I'm, re I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. Uh, let's this go. This is the whole point. I don't have anything good for him. I only have exciting shit for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Lachlan. They tell you it's time. You're going to be in the quarterfinals. We really want to dress this up. We're going to be playing something by Bruno Mars. You're walking out. You're just acting like it's nothing. You're slowly walking. Do you follow? Like extra slowly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About halfway through, you stop and you Baron Bolo roll the shit out of it. You do a quick Ooh. stop to pause. You put your head on your elbow. You do a little heel hook crank. You give us a little glimpse of what the groundwork's about to look like. You know what I'm saying? A little somersault backward, a little somersault forward. Mm -hmm. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Didn't know this was happening. He was just walking slowly a second ago. Now he's flipping all over the fucking place. That's option one. Option two, and stay with me here, Lachlan. Think about this. 
you come out wearing glasses. People think, <laughs> why is he wearing glasses? It's an indoor like opportunity. Sunglasses? Yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. One of my favorite pro wrestlers was Bret Hart. Do you know what Bret Hart did with his glasses before he entered the ring? Took them off. Yeah, good assumption. <laughs> really, really solid work nope. there. Strapped <laughs> him in, ready for the match. He put rubber shit on him. Yeah. What he did to connect to the audience was he took them off and he would find a kid to give the glasses to. Right. Lachlan, this is your way of getting over with the crowd. Right. Yep. Good. I'll find Cole Abate. Option three is very close to that. <laughs> <laughs> option three is similar mm. you're headed to the match right you see the audience you're feeling it you're like this is the moment to stop give somebody a little bit of advice you merge the two ideas you take somebody from the audience you're like who bullied you last i'm gonna can teach you how to solve that you do it it's quick. It's in the moment. Takes an extra 20 minutes. Moe's pissed, but we yep. love you. We yeah. love you for it. You stop. You're like, the Gracies don't spend enough time in the moment. They don't. You give the condescending remark. You get everybody together. You do a quick seminar. You show us how to fix it. Sounds good. Um, okay. Option four. Yep. As you're about to step onto the mats, Obviously, you've done great things because you gave the sunglasses away to a young, impressionable youth. I, do like I would suggest not Cole because, you know, you, you could have a match with oh, Cole. Oh, shit. That would be absolute. funny, though, if he gave the sunglasses to someone he's about to face. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, here you go, Rotolo brother. Keep that as a souvenir. They're like, I'm facing you. It's like, what? But what if you went up and in another play to the crowd... Handed them a giant check for $1 million. Okay, now this takes a little bit of a game show element. Now stay with me here. You go up to them, you hand them the check. Somebody's going to be looking at you like, he doesn't have that money. Does he? I mean, I know his DVDs are good. Are they that good? Damn, okay. And then when people are starting to figure out what it is, you just end by saying, compliments of Mo Jessam. Leave. <laughs> Make your way to the mat because he's probably got it. And you know what? He's spending money on dumber things. Let's be perfectly honest. So uh, that's really one way to give it to the crowd for an experience they'll never forget. So that's option number four. Kevin, do we have one last option? I am. Pre I'm prepared to present one more option. This one's going to get a little crazy. You don't fight at all. You're like, <laughs> I'm over the violence. <laughs> I, this is going to be disappointing to me because we love you as a fighter, but you're headed to ADCC's walkout rounds. They're like, this is the moment he's coming out. You have a guitar sung over your shoulder. That guitar says Craig Jones guitar. Yeah. You walk out to the front. You smash the shit out of it after showing that it says Craig Jones guitar. Inside the guitar is a leopard print kind of like male tankini that you put on, then you go submit the shit out of your opponent in the broken guitar tankini. And I don't know how you top that in 2023, right? They look back, they're like, Lachlan Giles slammed a fake guitar that he had no intention of playing just to pull out a leopard print bikini Craig Jones spats, put them on, and then inside heel hooked his opponent. That's going to get people's attention. All right. all right. Now, Lachlan, you don't have to say all of them. But are you going to take a guitar, put some <laughs> spats in it, and smash the shit out of it before you get on the mat? I think there's a good chance after this talk. That's um, that's sounding quite likely. I, Raph, I'm, ju I'm just going to say. It, I swear to God, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, Lachlan, are you leaning toward any of them because we can get to work on them if possible one through five which are you leaning most toward uh yeah let's go the guitar i think suck it yes oh, damn yes hundred bucks raf you owe me one hundred dollars that was not supposed to be broadcasted on air let's get it back to lachlan lachlan yeah. you are the face of some 
European <laughs> jujitsu. You really are. Europe, Europeans? I understand that you beckon from Australia, but I apologize. As the United States and Brazil representatives, we just don't care. You're across the board. <laughs> You're not here. You know that. What's that like? You get a lot of, I mean, your presence on the national stage matters. How does that feel? Do you see it? Do you, does it feel that way or does it not? I'm curious. Um, yeah, I think so. Like, a, a, it's nice to be um, r- recognized, I guess. I mean, I get at least it from a, um, you know, it's, it's nice to, I think have someone from outside, even not just me, like anyone from outside the U S and Brazil to do well, I think just to, you know, especially anytime I see someone who's come from, uh, you know, an area where there's not known to be like, you know, world-class jujitsu and you get people who come out from a, a situation like that and, and can um, perform really well. I think that's, that's always exciting and, and inspiring. Cause I think it, it kind of shows, people that if you, you know, train the right way and, um, and you're, and you don't have access to that, you can, you can still find ways around that to, you know, if, if that is your goal to be a you know, high level competitor. Absolutely. Well, last one for me, BJJ heroes says your full name is Lachlan Sven McDonald Giles. Are they correct? They are correct. Did they interview for you? Did, did they call <laughs> you for BJJ heroes? Um, I can't remember. They probably sent me an email, I reckon. No, see, that's <laughs> that's different because they even have as your favorite position crucifix armbar slash inside heel hook. Oh, wow. Okay. Crucifix armbar. Jeez, it must have been a while ago. What the good fuck were you doing with a crucifix armbar? I mean, it's a good move. <laughs> it is a good move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I don't hit it a lot, <laughs> but uh, this is fantastic. Okay, so I'll give BJJ so, Heroes some credit then, Raph. We're three for three. That's pretty good. Lachlan, you're so renowned. Like, honestly, you are, and I, I think I've told you this before, you are one of the people who, when I am teaching, uh, I can't emulate what you do, but I recommend that people watch your stuff because I think it's a good level of if you don't know, you explain it very well. And if you do know some stuff and you're advanced, there are details that you go over that are very important that sometimes I think people miss or they don't know how to communicate. Who are the DVDs and instructionals that you kind of looked up to and that really made a difference for you? Yeah, right. Um, probably, I mean, when I was probably... I'd say Ryan Hall's um, instructionals when I was coming up, the ranks would have been massive. He was probably the first one that, that I'm aware of. There might have been others, but um, who really kind of had a conceptual um, approach and did, a, I guess, what I'd say is a longer form instructional on a particular topic. Um, I remember, you know, watching his 50-50 and his deep half guard ones, and I, I probably watched them multiple times. Um, so yeah, he had, had a big impact there. And then after that, I usually, oh, probably at the moment, I think I've had to say at the moment, I, I usually, if I've got a topic I'm wanting to study, I'll, I'll try to find a, a competitor who I know plays that particular position well. And if, if they've got content on it, I'll, I'll check that out. If, um, if they don't, if, you know, I do a lot of video analysis as, as well. So um, I, I try to learn a lot from studying things and then trying them myself. And um, and then I'll have questions and I can come back to either an instructional or, or studying match footage from there. But um, a pretty a pretty wide uh, amount of sources actually there. So I don't like stick to one particular person, to be honest. That makes sense. And like I said, it's. It's interesting because you you do cover a lot of good ground, and I can tell there are some influences in there. So um, it is always nice when I I see you putting together a new instructional because I know it's got a lot of um, effort and and time that you put into it. Can you tell us about the website? Like, what is this website, and 
How is that different than, say, maybe the BJJ Fanatics DVDs that I bought or the other things that I've seen you do when it comes to techniques? Yeah, so um, the website's kind of like I'd wanted to – I had, you know, obviously being a coach as well as a competitor, I I kind of – I get to see people from, you know, when they first step on the mat right through till – yeah, you know, it's a black belt. Hopefully, anyway, um, if they if they get all the way there, and and even beyond that. So, um, I sort of tried to look at like what, how does someone learn jujitsu from the start, and how does that change as you as you progress? And um, and I wanted to kind of have you know because I've seen the the value of instructionals you know, for, for myself and. Um, even for, you know, I know the students who watch instructionals, in my opinion, they, they tend to learn a lot faster and they do better in class. Uh, so I wanted to have something like that available for my own students to help with their progression. Uh, but also, you know, in, in the same time, I could make this for my own students, but also have that as a online training website as well. Um, so uh, I've got kind of Different for like you know and the first steps you know introduction to jujitsu course which is like these are like the absolute you know like this is the guard you know and so on like very very broad overview um, and then as you as you start to get better you start trying to link you know you, you might just learn one way of passing the guard at first just so you understand this is how you can get past the guard then the next level you're kind of starting to learn that oh there's actually like two moves or two or three moves that fit together well um and so then there's like a course for like the next level that which is like our fundamentals course uh, and then after that people kind of get their own style and that was where i think i'd run into the biggest the biggest roadblock up to that point is you know like if you look at 10 different purple belts on the mat they probably they may all play a different type of guard or it's, you know, at least in my opinion, it's reasonably rare or, or it almost should be rare for them all to do the exact same thing um, because different body types and different preferences are going to lead to different, um, different solutions and different um, ways of doing things. So I, um, I then have basically filmed like all the major, um, the major different types of guard you can play, for example, and I can kind of take my students and funnel them to the ones that I think, uh, like this, these are like one to two hour courses um, on, on a particular topic that I think will suit their particular game. And I can then add, you know, if they've learned on one, I can add something that, that will fit well with that game for their next thing. So I can kind of like have a bit of direction, but with giving people like proper instructionals with systems, as opposed to me just, um, you know, if I, just tell them oh you should work this guard then they may not do it so um, having a bit more direction in that um, you're not my dad you can't tell me to play k guard <laughs> yeah well i mean well I, I i also like you know if you don't want if you really didn't want to play k guard i would say okay well what do you want to play and if you you know i could maybe have a discussion on what i think you could work um, i don't know sorry. dad i do what i want <laughs> <laughs> I play like uh, just random heel hook nonsense. God Whatever. Damn, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the whole course on heel hooks. No worries. Even after Thank 12 you. years of of competing, I wish I was like, I know more than you, Lachlan. This is <laughs> yeah. my stance. Um, and then, so then from on on that, I've then got like, so there's like that kind of intermediate level course. Let, let's say it's um, on butterfly guard. Okay. Um, There'd be an intermediate level course, but then there might be a, uh, advanced stuff you can do that will add on to that as well. So I've got like, um, you know, like, like you could do an advanced course on the cutting arm bar or something, um, which has like, you know, uh, everything you need to know about that. So it's kind of a, a slightly different model to the fanatics model, which is kind of like a big long set. This is like shorter, uh, shorter length, but like you can specialize in different areas based along that like in, in my opinion this is a really way i mean they're both really good ways to convey information it's just a little bit different in approach and it probably allows a bit more flexibility in in integrating different different styles together and i kind of wanted like a one place you could go to kind of 
that would cover just about everything you needed. Does that make sense? It does. And I'm a big media person. I work in entertainment. So what I'm hearing is it's almost like you have a streaming service of Lachlan Giles presents things, right? Yes. And then the other side of that is I put my, there's like a video section that's like courses. And then there's a video section, which has like my classes and roles and kind of more like, um, I'll say like, I'll say like an updating feed of, you know, new, new information that way as well. Great. All that super great. Because I'm in the business of entertainment, we're always trying to find the right places for the type of content that we make. Now, I'm not saying we're a perfect fit. You have a lot of credibility and we've made 500 episodes. So you have this streaming service in my eyes. And Kevin and I could pitch just a few more ideas because, again, we were so smashing on the ideas sure, yeah. for your ADCC that I thought we could pitch a few streaming service ideas that we could provide to you and you for a licensing fee would be able to put them on your website. So no pressure, but I do have contracts in hand. I'll pitch you my first. Are you familiar with the two Muppets that are atop the balcony and roast people? The two Muppets? The old Muppets. No. Uh, Statler and Wardoff. <clears throat> they are essentially just two Muppets who just sit up in the balcony and roast people. Kevin and I can be those Muppets, but to people rolling. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so just roast. Yeah. Didn't... Okay. So, so someone like puts up a video of them rolling and you just um, roast them. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to do it in person. But that's like a budget. But yeah, we could easily get uh, footage and do our thing. Uh, Kevin, do you have a second pitch option for uh, Giles' stream? Um, oh, mine was so inappropriate. I'll try and uh, dress it up. Yeah. That's fine. The big things I still love are these moment-by-moment breakdowns. For example, if submeta.io had a how to avoid uh, getting smacked publicly while you're making a casually not very good joke about someone, I'd listen to the shit out of that. <laughs> and more importantly, Lachlan, what we're slowly getting at is a Mortal Kombat-style mm -hmm. tournament that we, we would really we need your juice for. But it's time to bring the weaklings of Australia, the people in Germany that can barely stay up at night, some Ireland fighters, people from South Africa, the Congo, all the way down to Ecuador. It's time to get Mortal Kombat going officially. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Let's stop skirting around it. It's time to get the realm ready. Raph and I would be very good as commentators for that global tournament event and i'm still waiting for the jujitsu event that's like you get two people from each country fuck you brazil fuck you america you get two people from each country you have to go this is what we're doing it's a 64 by person tournament mm. sounds good mortal Kombat. i like it i just don't enter right <laughs> Other oh no, you don't. You don't have to do, but uh, yeah. any of it, because unfortunately, you would die. Craig Jones. All right, we would, right? We, like, we would kill people as they lose. Right. So There's a lot of Australians that's, that's out there that are willing to good game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And last one, take it or leave it. Are you familiar with our version of royalty here in the states called the Kardashians? Uh, yes. I don't, okay. I don't that really was know a no, Raph. We might as well just be like, can we get <laughs> some sharks in a cage and fight them? Is that possible? Yeah, I, I, I don't really know what they do, but... Exactly, uh... then you have seen them. <laughs> Perfect. So the Kardashians are famous for just existing on television, and they okay. do reality shows. Where is the Lachlan Giles reality show? Yeah, well, I guess that'll have to be on Submitter. Exactly. And listen, who can executive produce that? This guy I'll be, and Kevin. I'll be watching. I wouldn't let me produce anything. No, at best, I'm a good casual observer of commentary. But I will be. I will definitely be 
looking at submeta.io as they're like, Lachlan Giles looks for a new nanny. He and his wife put them through various <laughs> tests. Uh-oh, did Lachlan put on the diaper the wrong way? Is the oh, nan on the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, again, you don't have to tell us which is your favorite, but we are asking. Oh, which of those is the favorite? Um, mm-hmm. I think Mortal Kombat. Yeah. God damn two. it. I'm crushing you tonight. I, I understand the audience. I, understand the I just thought the Mortal Kombat tournament would be too expensive to produce. He's even willing. He was like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the one, right? He is. No, clearly no, he, he is. He's going to die in this tournament, or he's going to beat a four-armed person. Either or. It's good for me. Well, listen, Lachlan, we have a thousand more questions. But we shouldn't waste your time. No, we got to get him back to Australia, right? Where are you right now, Lachlan? He's Melbourne. Oh, oh good. Melbourne. Then, then Australia, right? Yes. Perfect. Yes. Unfortunately, every time we've tried to, I guess, schedule this, I have had to Google, and I kid you not, Google. Where is Lachlan? What Giles? time zone is Lachlan Giles? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, Lachlan, do people often think you're in Ireland? Is this a Ireland. common? Do you get? No. You don't get that. No. Do People I sound are, Irish? No, you do not. But you're like the foreign fighter. Every time people are like, well, you know, if you go overseas, you can fight Lachlan. It's like, cool. <laughs> you think of another name? They're like, uh, one of Lachlan's students. It's like, cool. That's good too. But yeah. that's, I, I'm, I was just curious because from our perspective, you just get so much extra credit for a lot of the, the, the overseas stuff. So I was curious. So Lachlan, Sweden, feel free to plug Sweden your shit. Doesn't call. They're like, hey, are you Swedish oh, fighter? Your so, middle name's Sven, right? That's true. That's right. Yeah, I sounds it's sweet. It's a Swedish middle name, even though I have no Swedish relatives. So yeah, you can blame my parents for that one. Um, I blame BJJ yeah. Heroes. Sorry, back to question. <laughs> uh, no, it was just an invitation to Lachlan to plug all this shit. Tell the people. Where they sure. can find so, your stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, so you can, I've obviously got a uh, whole bunch of fanatics through fanatics, instructionals through BJ fanatics. Um, uh, I'll still be making them cause it's like a different type of product, I guess. Um, and also the new website, submeta.io, uh, which has got a ton of content. Um, at the moment that's, it's still actually at an invite only stage cause we're kind of, uh, just making sure it's handling, an increasing user base, but that's looking pretty good so far. Um, uh, so at the moment, if you want an invite, go to submeta.io forward slash want, and you can fill in the uh, form there and um, hopefully get an invite. Or if you know someone who's got it, they can invite you. You want Lachlan Giles' information, you wow. have to work for it. You have to work mm-hmm. for it. I know, it's, yeah. Not no, very it, hard. I just went to it right now, and it says register your interest, which, by the way... Almost sounds like the beginning of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so there you go. So it's already started. It's, it's a it's a non copyrighted version of you know choose your fighter kind of a thing. Yeah, Register yeah, just, uh, your interest. Please just skip past the disclaimer. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, don't read it. It's like yeah, it's yeah. basically an Apple iTunes agreement. You just you agree <laughs> to stuff you don't even know. Uh, Lachlan. This has been delightful. I always like catching up with you. I do have one last question for you, and then we'll let you get on out of here. What do you predict is going to happen in 2022? We have a major ADCC. People keep talking about things being bigger and better. Flow Grappling has an ultimate fighter series-ish. That I mean, it's essentially the same concept. There's a lot of stuff that seems to be signaling jiu-jitsu is about to break mm. even bigger. Do you have a prediction on what we see in 2022? Submeta.io. <laughs> this is like, honestly, I couldn't have set him up better on that one. It was impressive. I was surprised. It was you really got good. I, I was thought, like, I yeah. thought he would entertain it, but instead he went right back to plugging his shit. Well, this is how we know he was trying to seduce us before the I know. show. Before we, this was, it was theory until this moment. Now it's proof. Absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, Lachlan, you have a child to take care of. An ADCC prep for. 
and also a school, not only a school, but a school to teach both online and in physical form. So we'll let you get on out of here, but we were honored you were going to come on and be our 500th guest or no 500th episode. We haven't, I don't, I don't know how many guests we've had. Anyway, long story short, to be our 500th episode guest. That's the phraseology. And we appreciate you, sir. Thank you very much for having me on. It was good. Ladies and gentlemen, all of you listening to Verbal Tap, Lachlan Giles, thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is...